What's up, guys? This is Live Through It. My name's Matt Balea. Thanks for listening to the show today. And it's hot as fuck, man. I am... This weather is killing me. What is it? It's 102 degrees right now. That's what my car says. And I fucking feel it, man. It is brutal. This episode is brought to you by Axe and Sledge. We're talking about the gym. We're talking about performance. And to get the best performance in the gym, you need to use that hydraulic. What are you doing? What are you doing? You haven't got this shit yet, man. Hydraulic is the number one, without a doubt, single-handedly, best non-stem, best pre-workout on the market, okay? Um, non-stem, absolutely. Pre-workout, hey, so many of them give me the fucking jitters because of all the caffeine, why even bother with it? Hydraulic is a pump formula that you can stack with other stim pre-workouts or you can just use it It's by itself individually. You're going to get the best pumps you've ever had. You're going to get the best focus, the best energy with no crash, no jitters, no anxiety, no bullshit. And you're going to get the best workouts and performance you could fucking ever ask for. So you have to check it out at www.axeandsledge.com. And you should already know by now, I have a discount for you. There's a discount code, M-B-O-L-10. We'll get you 10% off. That is in the description of this episode. If you need to just copy and paste and make your life easier, the link is also there. Check it out. And while you're at it, let me, um, before I forget to mention, because I need to take the shit when I get home tonight. If your joints are fucking up, use elbow grease as well. They have a joint formula for recovery for joint health called elbow grease and I've been using it. I haven't used it in a while because I've been pretty good but I was doing some overhead tricep extension with the dumbbell and my elbows man were feeling pretty fucked up so the first thing I thought was I need to go home take my elbow grease give it a couple days I'll be right back at it feeling smooth as butter so if you're having issues with joint health I highly recommend that as well. You can add that to your cart. You can get them separately. You can get them both. You can get whatever you want on the website. You can still get the 10% off using discount code MBOL10. We'll get you 10% off your entire order. www.axeandsledge.com. Let's get into the fucking episode. So today's episode, man, I was in the gym and I was thinking about it because I've been having a lot of success gaining the weight that I've been wanting to gain since I really started. I've been wanting to gain weight since day one. I've been gaining weight. I hit a plateau and I haven't been able to break it almost, feels like almost for a fucking year. I've been in this plateau of not really being able to get above the 180s pretty much. And that has been changing lately. And uh, there are things that I am doing. I don't even know if I'm doing anything differently as far as outside the gym. But in the gym, it is completely just fucking changed. And before I uh, before I get into my recommendations, you see the title of this, the three biggest mistakes that I think people use or do when it comes to prioritizing workout modalities, whatever the fuck I named this episode, something like that. Um, before I get into it, I want you to, to remember that I am a nobody. I am an absolutely just, I am a regular ass dude. You're listening to a podcast from the perspective of any other person that you would see in your gym that has done a lot of research. You know, I don't have a huge fucking platform. I'm not a personal trainer. I don't do this 
to get paid. And that's why I made the podcast because it's it's, a, it's not just something that I, I love doing, but it's a fucking huge hobby for me. I'm passionate about it. And I know that when I was starting off, the more, uh, the more of the modalities I heard from other people, the more I got to learn. And even if shit didn't work for me, it was still good to educate myself on what people do and eventually maybe even go back to what didn't work and now it works later on. So I just wanted to make something like that to help whoever might find it. And it kind of helps myself too, because then I hear myself talking about it. And sometimes while I'm talking, I think of new ideas and it's pretty cool. So the whole point of this is I want you to understand I am just a normal fucking dude. So there are so many things that I say that professionals could contradict that could be wrong, could be misleading. It's all just for you to apply to yourself. If it works, great. If it doesn't, sorry. But hopefully you learn something at the end of the day. That's why you're listening to this, right? And to be entertained. So I try to fucking entertain you too. So now that that is out the way, I've been working out and I've just completely changed really my entire structure in the gym. Like if you started listening to this when I originally did this podcast up until now, everything I do is different in the gym. Okay. I'm not really focused on strength anymore. I'm not focused on these low rep ranges, these compound movements. I still think there is a time and place for it. I still think that there are so many benefits for it, but I think what I was doing was I was trying to get all the results I wanted at one time, which I was just too focused on the individual results and I wasn't just prioritizing what needed to be done to hit the results individually, if that makes any sense. So I mentioned like on the last episode, you know, go into the gym, have fun with it, do what you like, do what you enjoy, don't overthink it. And that's what I 100% stand by and believe for the majority, if not all people. But when you go into the gym and you want to fucking deadlift 500 pounds, but you also want to tack on 50 pounds of muscle. And then you also want to do, if, if you have like all these very specific goals, you do need to take a step back and figure out, okay, what am I going to do that's going to work to be applied towards goal A, because it might contradict what I want to do for goal B. So sometimes you need to just focus on one goal at a time. And for me, what, what it's been is gaining weight. I've fucking don't give a fuck about PRs right now. I don't give a fuck about strength. I don't give a fuck about anything like that. So where am I going with this? The three biggest mistakes I think people make. Number one, when it comes to trying to prioritize either strength training or building muscle, compound movements, where do they, where should you place the compound movements? And by that, I mean the barbell, really anything barbell. So squat, bench, deadlift, even the barbell row, overhead press, anything that is a full body movement that is applied towards a barbell workout. Where do you, where do you apply them? So let's look at strength. If you're trying to build strength, yeah, it makes sense to do a five by five or maybe some triples or work up to a top set of five in the beginning of your workout. But I think where a lot of people fuck up is when they're also trying to build muscle, they continue to to begin their workouts with those five by five movements. And there's two things you're doing here when you do that that I've learned for myself that 
I've applied to myself that works. And again, maybe this isn't the same for you, but this is what I've learned for me. Number one, when you're trying to build muscle and get bigger, when you start your workout with a five by five movement, rather it's barbell, rather it's squat, whatever it is, you're obviously lifting heavy weight. You're trying to work up to a top set. And most of the time, even if we say that, I'm just going to do 70% of my RPE, you never fucking do. You do about 90 and, and then you burn out and you crash. Two problems with that. Number one, those five by fives, if you're resting properly, are going to take you about half an hour and half an hour to complete 20 minutes at half an hour with the proper rest to maintain each set to be worthwhile. You're wasting time that could be applied to building hypertrophy. And what that means is you could be doing a workout with lighter weights in an 8 to 12 rep range to warm up even better and also apply hypertrophy to build the pump to get more blood rushing to the muscles you want to work. And it's also going to help you in your next workout because you'll feel that pump when you go into it. 5x5 five five really isn't going to give you a pump like that. It's going to help you build strength, yes, but we're missing the point of what you need to do to build muscle and to grow. So that's the first thing you're fucking up. The second thing you're fucking up is really right along with the first thing. Because you're taking so much time to lift heavy weights, when you go into your next set of workouts, you're going to be burnt out to the point where you can't perform as well as you could if you, if you were using lighter weight. So what does that mean? That means because you just did a top set of five, you're already so fucking exhausted that if you do an isolation movement after that, let's say you did bench and then you decide to do some incline dumbbell, you might only be able to do eight reps of 10 pounds shy of what you normally could do when you could do 10 pounds more and push out maybe 12 reps if you were more fresh. So again, you're limiting your body when it comes to hypertrophy and building muscle. That's a problem. (laughs) So like I said, with me, I've completely stopped doing the five by five stuff for now because I'm trying to build muscle. And, and while you're listening to this, I'm really trying to help people that are trying to build and get bigger. This isn't about helping with strength, although you should hear the differences and all that, but this is more about what I'm doing currently. So if you're trying to build strength and you're focused on that, this might be stuff that you either already know, or it just doesn't apply to you. So just throwing that out there. But, um, yeah, I've just completely stopped the five by five movements and what I do now. And I'll use barbell row for an example because I do that more consistently than any other compound. I've actually put my compound workout in the middle of my session. So for back, let's say I start my back workout with a T-bar row and do I work up to 12 set 12 reps each set and then maybe do a heavy set of 8. And that will be my cutoff. Once when I pull that heavy set of eight, next workout, I'll do some hammer strength high rows. I love that fucking machine. So I'll do that. Pretty similar, 12 reps, work up to a heavy set of eight, and then cut it off. And then I go do my barbell row. And I think, I think you know what? I mentioned this on the last episode, so I'm sorry if I'm um, repeating myself. But what I'm doing now is instead of doing the compound lifts super heavy, with minimum reps, I'm going lighter and like 12, 15 reps, trying to hit 15 reps. 
So with barbell row, I'm now doing 135 for sets of 15. And I do about four sets of that and I'm doing it slow. It's a weight that I normally would warm up with, you know? So because I've already done two pretty heavy sets of workouts prior to this, when I get into it, I'm already feeling the blood's already rushing. My back's already pretty pumped. And um, moving that lighter load, I'm just able to connect with it more. So connecting with like my lats, connecting with, with everything, I can just get my form better. I can pull my elbows in tighter and know that I'm not going to break form because I can control the weight because it's lighter. There, There's so many benefits to it. And I go a lot slower with it, with the movement. And I just feel like, especially doing way more reps and practicing the movement and doing so, I'm getting so much more out of that fucking workout. It's unbelievable. And it's just something that I never would have even thought about doing really before I saw Nick Walker, who is an IBB, IFBB, IBF, uh, <laughs> the fuck? An IFBB Pro, International Federation Bodybuilding, something like that. He's a bodybuilding dude. <laughs> and he fucking, um, yeah, he, he, that's, that's what he does. He, I, I think that he prioritizes his workouts. So like the barbell isn't necessarily, necessarily the first thing. And, uh, sometimes they might start with the, but, but regardless, he's doing set the 15 to 20. And when it gets to 20 reps, that's when he increases the weight. And I think it's, it, it's genius. And I've been doing it and it works fucking great. And I, I definitely know my back is getting built. Everything's getting built doing higher reps and lower weight, squeezing the muscle, focusing on the muscle. And, uh, it's just when you're using the heavier weight, it's not as easy to focus on squeezing the muscle, to focus on the form. You're just focusing on pushing the weight back up or lifting the weight back up. You're just focusing on moving weight, and that doesn't necessarily build muscle. Yes, it will build it will build muscle, but it's going to build strength a lot quicker. But but don't get it twisted though. So doing you know these low rep range or these high rep ranges with low weight you still will build strength. It's just going to be applied differently. And I think that's what I'm going to get into after I take a second to stop and drink some water. Okay, so the second biggest mistake here is kind of two and one. Um, Doing the wrong... Now, this is more applied to strength, I guess. So you'll see pros and cons for both modalities here. Doing the wrong exercises that don't apply well to benefit your goal lift and also feeling that doing different exercises will not help build strength. So both of these kind of contradict each other when you try to put them in place together. So I'm going to do my best to explain them separately, but they both tie in together tie in together at the same time. Um, so just bear with me here. So building strength there, there's a huge misconception that you to get strong, you have to do compound lifts. Again, true. Very fucking true. But you need to remember that when you hit plateaus, taking a break is a pretty good fucking idea. Taking a break from a workout and focusing on something different can benefit you going back to that lift. Now, what you focus on, that's what's important. Because there's a lot of lifts that you do specifically like a barbell squat and a barbell bench and a 
deadlift and any other compound barbell movement, I guess, you, you, you get just as good learning the motion of that lift as you do getting strong with it. And if you see like a lot of powerlifting pros, a lot of them are fucking small. Like they're not big dudes. And the reason why they're not that big is because they've practiced the lift so long, so consistently that they they start getting good at moving the weight. So it's like they they've learned how to get strong even though they don't look like they have a lot of muscle. They're um I don't know what the the term is for it. Like I said, I'm a normal fucking dude. Their central nervous system, maybe. Uh, they they their body has just adapted to the movement that they're doing, and because of that, they don't need to pack on a ton of fucking muscle to lift heavy weights. Their body has adapted, and so they can grow their strength even faster and more proficiently than actually growing muscle. So. A lot of times what they do if they need to to take a break from something is they do a workout that benefits that compound lift. So for instance, if you're doing barbell bench and you're trying to break past the plateau, people are going to argue this all day and night, but I'm still going to say it. Smith machine, try to do something like that. The carryover I've seen is fucking great. You can try to do um, incline and something like an incline barbell. You can start doing paused reps. You, there, there's so many different ways you can get creative, creative and crafty with it that you're still doing the motion, but the slightest tweak kind of trick, tricks your body into learning something new. And the resistance is different. It feels different. So, so you start building more strength at a new resistance. When you go back to that original movement and you apply it, then maybe the first, maybe the first day it's a little off, but when you come back to it the next day, you're fucking on fire. You can break past your plateau. It's just that that's the way the science of it works. Bro science, whatever you want to call it, that's what's been proven to work. Apply resistance differently while doing the same motion as similar as possible. Go back to that motion you want to get better at. Boom, you're going to break your plateau. So with that off the way... There's also the misconception that you just won't be able to get stronger if you're doing other lifts. Now, this is more so, this all depends on what you're trying to do. So if you're trying to build muscle and get bigger, a lot of people say, oh, they look strong. Oh, they look big. They look like they can lift weight, but they can't because they just do fucking cable rows and shit like that. I'm telling you right now, I fucking promise you. You can still get strong as fuck without doing the strength training. And if you ever want to test your strength when you've gone months and months and months training like a bodybuilder, you might not pull the same loads you would if you were if you were consistently doing like deadlifts three times a week, two times a week, maybe that's overload for deadlift, but like barbell squat two times a week. But you're going to be able to pull more than you did before without a doubt. And what's awesome about training more like a bodybuilder is you get better at so many different workouts that, excuse me, that you can apply them differently and you can, you can adapt to so many different motions that if you ever like go to the gym and something's taken up, you know, fucking, if you've never done a hack squat before, but there's nowhere else to squat, 
you might kind of feel like you're wasting a workout because you've never done the motion. So you're starting with a lighter load and it just doesn't feel the same. And, you know, and then next week you go back to doing your regular squat and then you just feel like that after a week, you're not in the same mindset because you missed it last week. And if you, if you open up your, your mind to see what else you can do in the gym and you learn other workouts, you'll see that you can get strong in so many different types of aspects in the gym. And they can be applied pretty well to anything. But, you know, don't think that if you're doing dumbbell incline uh, presses that they're going to carry over to build your barbell bench press. I personally think something like that is not going to work. But if you're, you know, doing, again, back to the strength training aspect of it, if you're doing different workouts that are proper to be carried over to like a compound lift, you can still build strength that way. But if you're training like a bodybuilder, focus on building strength on the dumbbells. That's still fucking fun. And if you're not competing, why be so focused on the compound lifting? Had a little interruption there. Sorry about that. But I think all I was saying was you can build strength while building muscle, doing different workouts and get stronger at different workouts. Like I've been doing the dumbbell and incline press and just trying to work up to 100 pound dumbbells i'm 20 pounds shy right now when i get to that i want to be able to pick them up and get eight reps right off the bat i don't want to do no bullshit where i get three reps with fucking dumbbells i think that's kind of stupid um again my opinion (laughs) everyone's different but um the way i move up in strength doing my bodybuilding structure is I don't really count it as a set unless I get a minimum of eight reps. 12 reps means I can work the load, you know, proficiently. And I want to stick with 12 reps on the majority of my workouts. If I can, if I feel like I can get to 15, then I will. And if I hit 15, then I know it's time to up the weight. But if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to just build more strength while building muscle, then if I can comfortably do 12, then I'll try to up the weight and get a minimum of eight, if that makes any sense. But that, So what, what I'm saying is you can still have fun trying to get stronger while you build muscle. You don't have to just be so gung-ho about the compound lifts and everything like that, especially if you're just an everyday fucking dude like me. Have fun doing everything in the gym. <laughs> don't limit yourself. Um, but again, my opinion, whatever. The third biggest mistake with... Uh, prioritizing modalities in the gym is not staying consistent regardless if you are trying to build strength if you're trying to build muscle you need to stay consistent long enough to see real results and with me trying to build muscle right now I've been staying consistent with a higher rep range lower weight and I am finally going up in weight i weighed myself in the gym and i am 187.3 i am just fucking climbing the ladder of gains like these last eight weeks and it's because i'm staying consistent with the plan i have i'm not taking a day where i'm like okay let's let's test my one rep max i'm not doing shit like that every fucking set has a purpose and and it's just the consistency with it and that's the same with strength training too. You need to stay consistent with your training. You need to have, I would, 
if you're really, really, really into your strength training, I would have a set program and stick to that program. Trust that fucking program. If you're trying to seriously get strong, it can be hard because like I said, you sometimes you hit plateaus, you need to switch your workout a little bit. But if you have a program, that stuff is already looking down the road for you. It's 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 expecting that. So you can follow that program when that time comes, it should be already sending the program to back off a bit, do something different, then get you back up. It's just it's it's smart to do that, you know, if you need it. Um, but at the end of the day, you need to stay consistent. You can't do a program for three weeks and be like, damn, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I can lift so much more. Let me fucking take this day to lift 20 more pounds of what it, what's called for. You can't do that. You need to stay consistent with the routine, consistent with your lifts, consistent throughout whatever you're trying to do, build strength, build muscle. Consistency is fucking key. And guys, that's it. That's the episode for the day. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something out of it. And again, remember, I'm a nobody. I'm just this guy that's that's just spitting out information and facts that I learn. Uh, that I'm just learning during my journey. And I'm just trying to help other people out that are listening to this. So if you listen to this, I appreciate you. Remember, fucking get hydraulic, get elbow grease, get all those subs you need www.axeandsledge.com discount code mbol10 if you're listening on a fucking iphone or itunes or something please leave me a review um it's been a long time since someone wrote a review so that would be really cool five stars preferably if you think that it's worth one fucking let me know why it sucks so bad and i'll try to fix it but leave me a review if you can that'd be awesome and um appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a great day.